For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, once again, everybody, and welcome to this bonus of the TreeCast. I'm Troy Clarity. Thank you so much for being here with us. And as, as an extra special thank you for subscribing to the show, figured we'd give you a little New Year's treat and hop into the Wayback Machine all in one fell swoop. Stanford versus Pitt, of course, in this year's Sun Bowl down in El Paso. This is the fifth trip overall for the Cardinal to the Sun Bowl. And, and good memories overall in that building for Stanford starting in 1977. Cardinal finishing off Bill Walsh's first season in his first term as the Stanford football head coach with a win over LSU, 24-14, the result over the Tigers. By the way, did you know Burt Reynolds was one of the color commentators for CBS's broadcast that day, along with uh, Pat Summerall on play-by-play and Tom Brookshire on analysis? Bet you didn't know that. 2009, Stanford returned to the Sun Bowl. It was Toby Gerhardt's curtain call, a loss to Oklahoma, but it was Stanford's first bowl appearance in eight years, and it also started the Cardinals' current streak of 10 bowl seasons in a row. And, of course, Stanford's last trip to El Paso was just two years ago, the 2016 Sun Bowl against North Carolina. Solomon Thomas blew up. He became a very rich man during the course of that afternoon, and Stanford beat North Carolina that day. So, overall, good things for Stanford, but we're going to focus on Stanford's second trip to El Paso. It came in 1996, and what a season that was. One of the more roller coaster dramatic campaigns for Stanford football, certainly in its recent history. Stanford started that year two and five and, and looked looked to be headed nowhere. But somehow they pulled it all together in November. Comeback wins at UCLA, a comeback win against USC, and then a thorough beatdown of Ryan Lee from the Washington State Cougars. And then they went to Berkeley and doubled up the California Golden Bears 42-21 to to claim the axe. That four-game win streak closed out the season, and it put Stanford in the bowl and on the road to El Paso, where they faced the Michigan State Spartans. It was a battle of head coaches in their second year at their respective schools. Tyrone Willingham, of course, for Stanford. And Michigan State had some guy named Nick Saban. Hmm. Anyway, that, that game seemed evenly matched coming in. But then the Cardinal jumped on Sparty right from the beginning. Josh Madsen with the interception and his lateral to Leroy Pruitt for a 79-yard touchdown play. Stanford went on to lead 21-0 in the third quarter. More of the same, a 16-play, 71-yard marathon that finished with a short field goal. And that's where we're going to pick up the action here in the middle of the third quarter. My pleasure to reach back into the vault and bring you the KZSU version of what happened in the ensuing few minutes between Stanford and Michigan State in the 1996 Sun Bowl. Yours truly on play-by-play and Ray Saloom with the analysis. Let's take you back to 1996. Stanford shutting out Michigan State 24-0. Derek Mason, the lone deep man, 
for the Spartans and Miller advances on the football and the kick is away. Mason takes it at the goal line up to the 10, gets a block, now runs into his own man and he's taken down to the 17-yard line. John Haskins brought him down. Michigan State will start off from there. They're going to try to now improve on their deepest penetration, which Jeremy Stone had just figured out. Stanford, 37. And that was on that drive where they lost it, that second drive. Unbelievable. Tom Schultz trots onto the field. First and 10, Michigan State at their own 17-yard line. One receiver to the left, two to the right, lone step back. Stanford showing blitz. Now they back off. Now the Stanford defensive front four shifts. Schultz back to pass, throws to the right side, complete out to the 17-yard line, but absolutely no further. Cedric Irvin made the catch, but Josh Madsen with the great open field tackle was right there to greet him just as soon as he came down with the football. Stanford just running on all cylinders right now, making the plays when they need to, and Michigan State not really trying anything new or different. Uh, as you said before, maybe you want to throw in a few wrinkles here and there, and I've seen much. They just look like a cleanly pressured right now. Second and 10. Ball officially at the 18. Split receivers, eye formation. Schultz back to pass, has time. Now he throws complete underneath down to the 24-yard line. That's Josh Kerr, the tight end, with his first catch of the afternoon. It'll be about four yards short of the first down. Michigan State's going to have to convert this third down here. It could be just about over for them because as the clock is now about to hit six minutes left in the third quarter, you don't have much time to come back. And as we said, as we said before, Michigan State is not a comeback type of team. Stanford contingent getting on their feet. It is third down and four. Spartans at their own 24. Two receivers over to the left side, one to the right. Irvin the lone setback. Schultz back to pass. Here comes Brian Batson. He's got him. Fumble. Ball is loose. Picked up by Michigan State back at the 16-yard line. Big play. Brian Batson came in untouched. Smacked Todd Schultz. And Michigan State has to punt yet again. You might be able to say goodbye to Todd Schultz as he's still on the ground right now and took a great shot there as we're going to try to look. I think he just got the wind knocked out of him. No, it was not toward the knees or anything. I'm, I just think he's out cold. He got sandwiched between Batson and his own man. Kylie Wong was also in the vicinity, as he generally is on those kinds of plays. Brian Batson, this is his last game in the Stanford uniform, and he has quietly, I think, really been one of the unsung heroes for the Stanford defense. He never gets a lot of press. We don't mention his name much, but he has done a solid, solid job, certainly this year and certainly throughout his career here at Stanford. Sort of like talking about uh, other unsung players and teams throughout other college and pro institutions that just don't get the type of hype and press, but those are the players that make the big plays, and um, so far they're doing it today as Schultz will be going off the field, and uh, it looks like he hurt his left knee again. And that's the left knee that's been giving him problems. So he, he sprained his knee against Nebraska, was out for a couple of games, came back against Minnesota, and then sprained it again versus Penn State in the closing moments of that game. So either we're going to see Gus Ornstein or Bill Burke coming into the game to replace him because I don't think that he's going to come back out and risk any more injuries. Bill Burke is actually listed second on the depth chart. He started two games, and Michigan State had problems offensively in those two games. Edinger took the snap and got the kickoff, but it's not going to count because flags flew and whistles blew and all that neat stuff. Here's another wonderful stat brought to you by Jeremy Stone. So far in the second and third quarters for Michigan State, negative seven yards rushing. Wow. Stanford, 92, 111 total, 49 total for Michigan State, 70 is their season low 
versus Louisville in a game they surprisingly lost to the Cardinals 30-20. to Five-yard penalty was on Michigan State, so that moves the ball back to the 13-yard line, and that means that Paul Edinger will have to pump this one from his own end zone. Troy Walter standing at the Stanford 46. Stanford backing off, no pressure, and Edinger gets the way. Rocket kick. Coming down, Walters fields it with his back to the defense at the 41, taken down from behind at the 46-yard line, and Stanford will start off from there actually at the 47, first and 10 from there, 5-0-2, remaining in the third quarter. Stanford with a 24-0 lead over Michigan State. Now let's see what Stanford decides to do. Maybe another one of those. Uh, they need to get at least maybe a four-minute drive here and just completely put away. I'm surprised CBS hasn't gone to a tractor pull yet or something because uh, this game is getting very close to being over. Stanford just showing how well of a team they, how well the team played together in those last four weeks of the season and proving it was no fluke here in the Sun Bowl. And the good news is it looks like we're going to make our 5.30 flight out of here. Yes, it does. Damon Dunn split over to the right side. Andre Curlin split to the left. Handoff is to Mike Mitchell going over the left side and lose the tackle in the backfield. Gets to the 45-40. Out of bounds of the Michigan State 39-yard line. Big run by Mike Mitchell. Tyron Willingham pats him on the bottom. First down, Stanford. Get 15 yards to Mike Mitchell there as he's trying to get the crowd and the team back up in spirits right now as they're looking to put this game away. As Mike Mitchell now 10 carries, 59 yards. Bookman 7 for 54, and he has now surpassed, surpassed his season high, which was 49 versus Oregon. First and 10 from the 38. Split back, split receivers. Hutch under center, back to pass, looking over to the left side. Now he's hit, and he goes down. Robert Newkirk got the ankle sack on him. Back at the Michigan State 47-yard line. That's going to be a nine-yard loss. Third sack for the Michigan State defense so far in this game, but really hasn't done much to help them because Stanford just continues to come up with big plays. After, big play after big play now. Second and 19. Pretty sure you're going to see uh, them try to get this first down in chunks. Clock ticking, 4.24 remaining in the third quarter. Flip back, split receivers, Hutch throws quickly to Greg Clark, breaks one tackle, 40, 35, tripped up there, gets to the 34-yard line. They get 12 of those yards back, and it's going to be third down and six from the 34. And once again, maybe Stanford's in a bit of no man's land because if you get a few yards, you don't get the first down. You really don't want to punt it away. And you're so close that a field goal is not, ex you're so far away that a field goal also is not, exactly in your plan, so we could be seeing Sanford going to two-down territory. Third and six from the 34. Walter's in motion. They fake the reverse to him. Now Hutchinson sprinting out to the right, throws complete to Greg Clark at the 30. Jukes one man, stretches across the marker for the first down, Stanford. Greg Clark gets down to the 27-yard line, and Clark, he's been there all season long, moves the chains for Stanford. First down for the card. Another third-down conversion? I don't know exactly what they're at, but they've got to be somewhere up in 70% range because they're converting every chance they get and putting them into better position to score again here in the third quarter. Stanford has avoided the stupid mistakes that have plagued Michigan State all day long. First and 10, Stanford at the Michigan State 27-yard line. Now here's a reverse. Damon Dunn's got it, and he's got some room. 25, 20, gets a block inside the 10, down to the 5. Touchdown, Stanford! Damon Dunn goes 27 yards on the reverse. He went for 37 yards on the reverse at Cal, and he does it again. Stanford now with a 30 to nothing lead over Michigan State. Just perfect execution again by the Stanford Cardinals. He had blocking all the way down the field waiting for him. Damon Dunn made it look easy as soon as the final block was sprung. 
this is just an absolutely dominating performance by the Stanford Cardinal. And to believe, Troy, it could be worse. Stanford's first drive ended within Michigan State territory. They went for it on fourth down. They did not get it. Their, their next drive ended inside the Michigan State 10 when Chad Hutchinson was picked off. So really, it could very well be a lot worse for Michigan State. Miller is on for the extra point attempt. There's the snap. The kick is away. And it's good. 31 to nothing is your score from the Sun Bowl. 3.05 remaining in the third quarter. We'll be right back after this underwriting break. 31-0 at that point, added touchdown for Jeff Allen off a blocked punt in the fourth quarter, and the result was not pretty for Michigan State, but it was certainly beautiful for Stanford. 38-0, the Cardinal with a big win that day, December 31st, 1996 in El Paso. Chad Hutchinson, the Cardinal quarterback, named the offensive player of the game. Kylie Wong, 10 tackles and two sacks, was named defensive player of the game. And Troy Walters was the, the special teams player of the game. And a quick story, uh, actually a mini story before my quick story. Uh, you, you might have heard me mention that we might make our 5.30 flight out of El Paso. Well, Ray Saloom and our producer, Jeremy Stone, they made the flight back. I got bumped off that flight. So I actually didn't fly out of El Paso until 11 o'clock that night. But it was interesting to note as I was getting getting on the plane to finally head out of El Paso, uh, passing by the first class uh, compartment and the overhead bin, there was Troy Walters' special teams player of the game trophy right there in the overhead bin as his father was flying back on that flight uh, on first class. So that was kind of cool to see. But a great day for Stanford. And overall, that at that point, that 38-0 result was the Cardinals' first shutout of an opponent in 22 years, and by the way, in 23 years as a college head coach, that, that guy, Nick Saban, has only been shut out twice. It happened in 2002 when he was at LSU and lost to, ironically enough, Alabama 31-0 that day, and this game. So Stanford, one of only two teams to shut out Nick Saban in Saban's uh, decorated career as a collegiate head coach. It was a great finish. Uh, to, a, to a fantastic season. And Stanford, of course, is hoping for similar results 22 years later. Should be fun. Stanford versus Pitt in the 2018 Sun Bowl. Of course, the tree cast will be in El Paso. Looking forward to being there. And we will bring you a post-game wrap-up with interviews and analysis, as we always do, as Stanford meets Pitt in the 2018 Sun Bowl. Should be fun. Can't wait. In the meantime, Enjoy the game. Have a safe and happy new year. Please don't drink and drive if you do. You're the dumbest person on the planet. And we will talk to you in 2019. Thanks for joining us on this bonus episode of the TreeCast with Troy Clarity. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.